Hey guys, today we are going to be talking about three tips to increase your engagement online and with social media. You don't want to miss this episode. The Steve Freeman Podcast is coming at you now. You're listening to the Steve Freeman Podcast, the real raw truth about the pursuit of success in music, business, and life. Here's your host, hit songwriter, multi-platinum selling producer, and serial entrepreneur, Steve Freeman. Hey guys, I'm Steve Freeman and welcome back to the Steve Freeman Podcast. While you're here, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Also, if you're not following me on social media, I'd love to have you. It's at the Steve Freeman on every single social media platform. If you want to be a part of my inner circle, join my email list, my newsletter. You'll get the music business blog and a bunch of other exciting stuff that's coming up that I'm going to be telling you about later. You can do that at my website, thestevefreeman.com. All right. I told you, for those of you that are rating and reviewing the podcast, we are going to start featuring a review on every single episode. Today's review comes from Engineer for Life, the best music industry podcast, and they rated it five stars. Engineer for Life says, I love the real world approach to the business Steve has. He doesn't sugarcoat anything and tells it exactly how it is, not how we wish or how the mainstream industry tries to make us believe it is. So glad I found the Steve Freeman podcast, new loyal listener. Engineer for Life, thank you so much for giving us the five stars and for leaving a written review. If you would like to have your review featured here on the podcast, all you have to do is leave one. All right, guys, let's dive right in. Today, I wanna talk about three tips that are going to help your engagement online and in social media. And I know that some of you are making these mistakes and that's why I wanted to do the podcast today was hopefully help you correct those and help you head in a more productive uh, direction. The reason is, is because of the way things are today, it is very, well, matter of fact, it's not only difficult, it is impossible unless somebody streams your single or EP or album and then shoots you a DM or shoots you an email and says, hey, I just listened to your new song or I just watched your video. You have absolutely no idea where in the world or who in the world is engaging with your music or your content or your YouTube videos. You just don't know unless they tell you. So one of the tips that I wanna talk about today, the first tip is I want you to reevaluate and think about your website. I know, websites for the most part are pretty much obsolete. I mean, like, like myself, I'm more in the services industry. So having a website is important to let people know about your services. I let people know about the podcast and having my newsletter and my blog. It's important. But for you artists, websites, people are not going to spend a lot of time on websites anymore. It is all about social media. It's about Facebook. It's about Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, you know, Spotify. It's, it's about those social media outlets. So having a website is just really not even that important anymore. But I want to talk to you about an aspect of what I think a lot of you are doing wrong. Now, if you're a more successful artist, the main thing that you would use your website for 
is letting people know about upcoming shows, right? If you've got a tour coming up, you can send people to your website and they can see, okay, you're going to be here, 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 and here, and they can, you know, click there to buy tickets. I would venture to guess that that's 3% of the audience listening to this podcast. The rest of you are trying to get to that point. So there are a lot of tools out there that seemingly make this very simple. Having a website and building a website, they make it very easy because building a website can be difficult. It can be very difficult. I happen to enjoy doing it because it's just, I love getting lost in it. I love creating the, 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 the pictures. I love creating the placement. I like the code. I don't know. I'm a geek. I, I just like some of that. So I enjoy it. But for the most of you, that is not the thing you enjoy. You enjoy writing the songs, creating the songs, recording the songs, and then getting on social media. That's what you enjoy. But I know that some of you are using some of these easy creation websites to create your online presence as far as a website. Now, the top ones out there are sites like Banzoogle, Bandcamp, Noise Trade, they make it very easy for somebody that knows nothing at all about creating and building websites. They make you, they make it very easy and possible for you to build a website in no time at all. It's very plug and play. You, uh, you upload your music. They've got their proprietary player. Uh, you can choose a, a quick theme. You can upload your pictures and boom, you're done. You can enter your show dates and it create and it does all that for you. And you're probably sitting there going, well, Steve, why do you, what, what's wrong with that? I'm going to tell you right now what's wrong with that. There is probably, I would say that 99.9999% of you out there that are using one of these sites, Banzoogle, Bandcamp, Noise Trade, or Artist eCard, or, you know, a service like that. None of you read the legal terms of service. The problem with these sites is that you are allowing and sharing every bit of interaction with your fans with the host site. So if you're trying to build an email list, which let me say right now, if you are an independent artist and your primary focus right now is not building an email list, you are headed in the 180 degrees in the wrong direction. Stop worrying about Instagram followers. Stop worrying about Facebook followers and Facebook likes and TikTok followers. Yes, all that's important and those should be on your priority list. But number one on your priority list should be building an email list because we've talked before about the importance of engaged fans. People that will join your email list are engaging with you. They are telling you, yes, I want to know about what you're doing. I want to know when you're going to be playing a writer's round. I want to know when you've got a new video out or a new single out or I care enough about you that I don't mind sharing my email address with you and allowing you to communicate with me. That allows you as the artist to know who your engaged fans are. Guys, I'm gonna say it again. A like on Facebook, a follow on Facebook, a like on Instagram or a follow on Instagram or Twitter or any other social media platform is worthless. It's not worth a penny. Having somebody come in and join your email list is worth something. Those are the fans and people that are going to engage with you down the road. I don't know if I've, I, I have a friend, I don't know if I've told this story before. I have a friend who is an independent artist who 
uh, probably has less followers across social media than than everybody listening to the podcast combined. They just don't have a lot, but they make over $150,000 a year from their email list by playing house concerts. And they sell a lot of music, but they sell it directly to their engaged fan base. This artist once told me he had a new record coming out and he told me exactly how many records he thought he would sell in the first month of that record being out. A couple months later, that record came out and we were having coffee again. He told me the the number of albums that he sold and he was only off by like 11 records. And I'm talking thousands, like 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 records. He was off by 11 records. That's the importance of having an email list. Now, as that relates to Banzoogle, Bandcamp, Noise Trade, when you use your those services and those people come in and join your email list, you yes, you own the email list, but so does Banzoogle, Bandcamp, Noise Trade, and the others. You do not own it outright. And I'm telling you, if you've ever contacted one of these companies about exporting your email list, they make it very difficult for you to do because they want to use that information to market their services as well. Your email list, your engaged fans should be yours. You're spending the time you're spending the effort. A lot of you are spending marketing dollars. And if you're not doing that, you should be to get to those engaged fans. You don't want to share ownership of that email list with anyone. It's too simple for you to have an AWeber account or a MailChimp account or an outside email service, an email list collecting program to where you are the 100% owner of that email list. If you want to switch providers down the road, you can export that email list and then import it into your new provider. The sites like Banzoogle, Bandcamp, and Noisetrade are going to make that very, very difficult. Their service is cheap and it's easy to use. Guys, that always comes with a price. That price is you are giving them rights to use your music and you're giving them rights to equal ownership of any information that is traded back and forth between you and your fans across their site. Because websites are not that important, and I know that a lot of you do not have the, the knowledge that it takes to create your own website. First of all, stop thinking about having this big blown out website with all this information. You don't need that. As an artist, all you need on your website is a picture, a streaming player from Spotify or iHeartRadio, somewhere they can play your music. And if you have show dates coming up, a place for them to see show dates and links to social media. That's it. All of that can be done on a single page WordPress site that is so simple to set up. It's not even funny. You, you can Google that on YouTube and in 15 minutes, it will show you exactly what you have to do. That way you own your own domain you own all of the information on the website and you control it. And then, like I said, get yourself a MailChimp or AWeber or constant contact account to where you can feed all of your engaged fans. Uh, put that right there front and center on your on your the website to where they can join your email list. Guys, it is so important as independent artists. I know more than 10 artists who have started going this route and now have a subscription service 
to where they're not worried about releasing music on iTunes. They're not worried about releasing and selling music anywhere else because they've built up 500 or 1,000 engaged fans that pay $5, $7, $10, $12 a month. I know one artist that releases music exclusively to his email list and his fan base, and he has over 2,000 monthly subscribers at $12 a piece. Do the math. Their most major label artists are not making that kind of money. Plus, then you they one of the things they do very well is they turn those engaged fans into house concerts, into private shows, and things like that. Guys, if this is not the mindset that you've got, you need to completely, I mean 100%, completely rethink what you're doing with your career. If you are stuck in that old mindset of, I'm going to write a song, record a song, get it out on the radio, and then I'm going to start booking shows, and then I'm going to be on top, you are, you're going to fail. There's, there is a 0.00001% chance of you succeeding that way. You have got to adapt to the way the industry is going. And more importantly, you've got to adapt to the way that people are consuming music and the way they are connecting with artists. Find your own fan base, control your own fan base, and own your fan base. Stop doing business and having sites with Banzoogle, Bandcamp, and Noise Trade. Do it on your own. It's too simple. And once it's done, all you do is change the information every once in a while. You got a new song coming out? Change the artwork. It's very simple to do. And you own everything. Hey, everybody was up in arms and supporting Taylor Swift about owning her masters. You need to think about your career as your ultimate master, right? Own your fan base. Own your images. Own the place where you send people to to engage with you. It's of the utmost importance. All right, I took a long, a lot, a lot of time on on tip one. Uh, tip two is create an EPK. For those of you, and if you don't know what an EPK is, it is an electronic press kit. It is something that is easy to distribute, and it limits the information that's on there. It's not just a website. Now, you can make an EPK as a page on your website, and this is where you're going to send uh, potential booking agents or venues or uh, people that book shows for local clubs uh, because all you, you don't want to send them to all of your social media. You don't want to send them to this big website because they're not, here's the fact, they're not going to take the time to look through all of the information that you're giving them. They're not. You may at most get 30 seconds to 45 seconds whether before they decide whether they're interested or not. So an EPK is a good way to have something that is a link that is easy to distribute and it only has the information on it that they want to know. Now, you're probably sitting there asking, Steve, okay, what information do they want to know? Here's all your EPK, EPK needs to have on it. It needs to have a picture, a representation of who you as the artist are. That's very important. Have a streaming link to where they can listen to your music. Then give them a section of how many Spotify monthly listeners you have, how many total Spotify plays that you have, and how many followers across social media that you have. Then list the most recent 10 shows that you've played. Not what you have coming up, 
but the 10 most recent shows and venues that you've played. That is all the information they care about. I've talked about this before when it comes to booking shows. All of the the, the booking agents and, and the people that book live music at local venues and bars and clubs and things like that, they their barometer and their litmus test used to be the billboard chart, okay? So if you wanted to book a show, they wanted to know that that they're bringing somebody in to play their venue that's going to to put asses in seats. So they needed to know that you had a song on the charts and they thought that having a song on the charts meant that you would sell tickets or you would be a big enough draw that they're going to make money. All that's changed. Now it's all about social media. It's all about uh, Spotify. It's all about how many how many spins do you have? How many monthly listeners do you have? How many followers on social media do you have? The reason for this, and it's completely wrong, by the way, completely wrong. They are under the misconception that if you have 50,000 Facebook fans and you've got 75,000 Instagram followers, that if they book you to come and play their venue, that you're going to talk about it on social media and all of your followers are going to come to their club to see you. Not true. There is a huge act, and I'm not going to name names, but there there is a huge boy band act that's out right now. And uh, what was it? Three years ago. And they are huge on social media. I'm talking, they have like four or 5 million followers on Instagram. Their fans are highly engaged with them. They have millions and millions of views on YouTube. So they're going to do this tour. They booked this, I believe it was like a nine or 10 city tour. They've got all of these millions of followers nobody showed up at any of the shows. Well, people showed up at the one show that was done in their hometown where, where two or three of the guys in the band are from. But everywhere else, crickets. Nobody showed up. So I know that that's false and you guys know that that's false, but for whatever reason, the people that book the venues, they think it means something. So show them what they want to see. And if you don't have the numbers then don't even bother sending it. I mean, if you want to try to get in, go ahead and try to send it. But I'm telling you right now, that's what they want to see. They also want to see the last few places that you've played. Because I guarantee you, at serious venues, they are going to inquire as to what the crowd was like when you played this other club or venue or bar over here. What was that like? Because again, it comes back to that thing. Nobody wants to be first. So it kind of, somebody else has to think it's cool before everybody thinks it's cool. Um, It's like my old saying, everybody wants to jump on a moving train, but nobody wants to shovel the coal to get it going. It's the same thing. So tell them and show them what exactly it is that they want to see. Show them a picture, let them hear some music, show them your social numbers and the last 10 venues that you've played. That's the information that they really want. Anything else, they don't care about. They're not going to watch your video. They're not going to, they don't want to know anything else about you. They they want to know current information. So create an EPK. But again, don't use a site like Artist eCard. Make this a simple one-page thing on your website, www.yourname.com or yourbandname.com forward slash EPK. Put that information, it's an easy link to share. Tip number three, 
social media practices, you guys need to get better. I hear it all the time. Where do, I mean, what should I put in my bio? Do I send them to my website? Do I send them here? Again, I use a service and I think it's highly, just it's highly effective. You need to use services like Linktree or Smart URL for your bio section and bio link in your social media accounts. That way, with services like Linktree and Smart URL, you can you can have one link. When they click on that link, it opens up a page, and then they can choose where they want to go. So that you, you it's just smart and it works and it's easy. If you've ever been on my Instagram account and you've clicked the link in my bio, it pops up that page, and then you can choose where you want to go. You can go to my website. You can go to my podcast on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can book a one-on-one coaching session with me. Everything right there is available from one link, and it makes it very easy for the end user to navigate where they want to go. Guys, your fans don't have a lot of time, and if you've got them at the point where they are engaging on you, uh, engaging with you. Don't ask them to spend endless amounts of time going here, going there, clicking this, then clicking over here. Get them where they want to go. And if you're asking them to do something, make it as easy and short and simple as possible for them to actually do what it is that you're asking them to do. The easier it is for them to do, the more likely they are to do it. So use services like Linktree and Smart URL for the links in your social media bios. One step further, I, if I were you, I would start to use Bitly or some sort of link tracking service that allows you to know where your traffic is coming from and what links they are using. I, as I said, when we started today's podcast, it is almost impossible for you to find out who's listening to your music, where they're listening from, where they came from, where they went after they left your site. But all of that information is the key to being successful in the modern music era and with this social media concept and world that we're living in. If you use services like Bitly or a link tracking service, if you create your website, take that link, enter your website URL into Bitly, it will create a shorter link that is also trackable. So then you can go into Bitly later and go, how many people clicked the link? to visit my website? How many people have clicked the link to view my EPK? How many people have clicked on the link to go to my Spotify? How many people have clicked on the link to go to my podcast? It tells you exactly the information that you need to know. The worst thing in the world, I think, about being a content creator, an artist, a business owner, really anybody, the worst part about where we live today is when we put something out and then not knowing if it's actually reaching people. That, that is, it's what keeps you up at night and going, is anybody even seeing what I'm doing? I mean, we've talked about social media. Instagram, less than 3% of the people who follow you on Instagram are seeing what you post. Facebook is a little better. It's like 10 to 11% of the people who follow you are actually seeing your posts. So even though, let's say you've got... 10,000 followers on Instagram, sometimes, I mean, 10% of that is going to be a thousand. They're not seeing it. Only 3% are seeing your posts. 
That's why engagement, when you people used to talk about, man, I used to get so many likes on Instagram and, and I used to get so many comments. It's because the algorithm was different. And at, at one point, 100% of your audience and your fans were seeing every post. Then it would go down to 60% and 40% and 30% to where now it's down to less than 5% of your followers are actually seeing what you're posting. The reason that is, is because Facebook is a business. If you want to reach your fan base, you're going to have to pay to reach your entire fan base. You know, used to, you you would run ads and use a social media marketing budget to increase your fan base. Now it's a two-step process. First of all, you have to put in marketing dollars to reach your own fan base. And then you have to spend even more if you want to reach more people. So because it is that way, having and being armed with the information of knowing what content people are engaging with is very valuable information. If you are going to be running social media ads, which you should be, if you're an artist and you're trying to to get a fan base and you're trying to do this organic, you are way behind the eight ball and you are a, you're, you're way behind about 250, 300,000 other artists that are running social media ads. So you're at a disadvantage. But if you finally make the decision that you're going to do the right thing and you are going to run social media ads, this, when you use a service like Bitly or a link tracking service, this tells you where you need to drive traffic. This tells you about conversion. You know, a lot of people click to, to go to my Spotify. Not very many people click to, to go to my website. It tells you exactly the content in which you need to market or advertise to drive more traffic based on what your organic traffic is. Highly effective. Linktree smart URL. You should be entering all of your valuable social media profile links, website links, Spotify links, iTunes links, Apple Music links. All of those should be entered into bit.ly so that you can create a trackable link. Then you take those and you use Linktree on your social media profiles so that you can track where that traffic is coming from. Extremely useful. Three tips, let's go back over them. Reevaluate your website. Stop using Banzoogle, Bandcamp, and Noise Trade, even though they are super simple to use and you don't have to have any knowledge about building a website. However, the main issue there is you are sharing the ownership of whatever content that you put up through them with them. And that ain't cool. Two, create an EPK, something that is easy to distribute. It limits the amount of information that you're trying to get somebody to digest and see. And it's also highly targeted. Only put the information that is relative to the purpose. If you're using your EPK to try to book shows, give them a picture, give them a streaming, uh, uh, embed a streaming player so they can hear the music, tell them how many social media followers you have, and then show them the last five or 10 venues that you've played. Boost your social media engagement with using services like Linktree or Smart URL, and then also take all of your pertinent and most important links and use a service like Bitly or some other link tracking service that allows you to know where your traffic is coming from. Highly useful 
information. Guys, this all goes back to something we talked about on the last podcast. If you want to be successful in the music industry, you need to stop thinking about the creative 95% of the time and the business 5% of the time. You need to reverse that. You need to think about the business of the music 95% of the time and then take 5% of your time and focus on the creative. Because if you don't have the business end of it right, the creative doesn't matter. You've got to bring eyeballs and ears and attention to the creative. And that's in the business side. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Steve Freeman podcast. Three tips for better engagement. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Um, Also, if you're not following me on social media, you, you should be. It's at the Steve Freeman on every social media platform. And if you want an example of what I'm talking about, of how to do these links on social media, visit my Instagram uh, profile and click on the link and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. If you want to join my inner circle, be a part of my newsletter in the music business blog. You can sign up for that at my website, thestevefreeman.com. And also, a huge live streaming event coming up on October 30th at 7 p.m. The people on my newsletter have already heard about it and they're going to be the first to know even before the live stream. That's another good reason to join the mailing list. It's absolutely free. I never share or sell your information. Big news coming on October 30th. Big life changes for me, big career changes. I've been talking about it for a while. I've been working on this for well over a year, almost two years, and I finally am excited to be able to tell you guys exactly what it's going to be. Join me live October 30th, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on every single platform. We will be live on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, We will be live everywhere. So I hope you can join us. Guys, until next time, keep being creative. Keep pressing the boundaries. And there's nothing wrong with being independent. See you in the next one. Thanks for joining us for the Steve Freeman Podcast. Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow Steve on social media at, at the Steve Freeman. 